Welcome to Talking Far, Far Away. The Force is with you, young Skywalker. You are not a Jedi yet. Join Brick City Blockade as we discuss the canon of a galaxy far, far away. Hey guys, we are back. We are back. We are back. It's been about a month, but you know what? We're busy, guys. Christmas is coming up. You've got snow. I've got... Christmas and retail, which is depressing, but anyway, that's a different Ooh. story. Cut that out, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so yes, it's me, Scott, I'm back after a month of doing geeks things, and on the other side of the pond, in a place where it's starting to snow, I believe, and getting colder and colder, it's the one and only Mr. Robin Vogt. Hey guys, what's going on? You heard me on a couple of episodes just here in the past, and I'm dealing with six to seven inches of snow on the ground right now, and while we're shoveling, and the use of plastic materials to move snow into places where I don't have to step in them. So it's pretty interesting. You know, just before we go start, I do have an issue. Uh, no, I do have a solution to your snow problem. Oh, what is that? Put tennis rackets under your shoes and then walk. <laughs> <laughs> you think about snowshoes? I'm thinking about snowshoes. You see, we don't get that much snow compared to what we had earlier this year. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I, I've been fortunate enough I haven't been in your, your neck of the woods to be when it's snowing. Before it's snowing, yes. But uh, ne- not before. Well, you know what I'm trying to say. Because uh, yeah, it no, no, it's, good point. Uh, good point, good point. How are you, dear sir? I'm doing good. You know, it's been a busy time here at the network doing stuff with Rebel Cause Lancaster and everything with Starlight Children's Foundation, planning out events, getting ready for Xmas at Brewskins down in uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So big shout out to what Caden Stetler and the crew is doing down there. And Brick City has been trying to get as many podcast episodes out as we, you know, I think so many people are used to like, wow, Brick City putting out three episodes a week. Well, we've only had three episodes in like two months. So it's <laughs> into the flow of uh, putting content out. And you know what? I think a siesta sometimes is not a bad idea, and I think that's probably kind of the core conversation of what we're talking about is a, is a siesta in terms of how our minds have been handling a certain franchise more recently, Scott. I agree, yes. So what Mr. Robin Bott is talking about is fatigue, mm. a big word called fatigue. Yes, exactly. Spell it again. F. A T I G U E. Ding, 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 ding. There he goes. He's going to be on a game of some kind of show. <laughs> game show game. I don't know. <laughs> He's going to spell out words. Very good. Very good. You have won $100. I do it all day with kids, man. I do it all day with kids. Trying to I teach them how to spell. Yeah, you try to teach me how to spell as well, but it's not working. Oh boy, so I failed. I failed you. Yes, you have failed me. When I look at it, you failed me. Just like before. <laughs> so yes, we're talking about fatigue. And we are we now in a stage of Star Wars fatigue? I'd like to say that I am in that stage right now, due to the fact that there's so much content. And I think it has to do with the comments and the books. It's, it, it's done it. Um, it was, wasn't too bad when you had the movies and you had Rebels. 
you know, there was, and you had a book come out every every three months. You know, I mean, like what three books out one year, and you had the comics. But now we're just inundated with stuff, and right now we're in that lull where we don't really have anything. All we've got is the comics and resistance. So, my question to you: Do you feel you're in a bit of a a fatigue moment with Star Wars? And I've thrown it, I've thrown it out to some of the guys in the group, and I know Chris has kind of said that he's behind on a few things, special resistance, and I think some of the comics. I've thrown it to my mate Ross, who I've mentioned on this network a few times, who uh, who's been behind in the comics. He doesn't read the books, but he's behind on the comics, and he I feel he's in the stage as well. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you, Scott. I feel like I have been in almost this uh, place of Star Wars fatigue, and I think it's because not only am I kind of falling behind on Star Wars Resistance a little bit here, but I will say this much, even the headlines that we're getting in the news when you're talking about The Mandalorian, you're talking about Clone Wars coming back next year, and you're also talking about Episode Nine right around the corner, and, and no film in December. Um, this is the time and period where I got a little scared when they said that Solo was going to be a summer film, because after I saw Solo, one of the first things I said to co-host of uh, the podcast itself, Mr. Sean Michaud, was, what's going to happen now? <laughs> they gave us Star Wars in the summer. They're going to have to do something. And yeah. we're not seeing that. We're seeing more announcements about what is to come, but yeah. not what is currently going to happen in terms of pleasing the fans and moving the conversation forward. And I think my fatigue is more around the lines of, you know what? It's great that you're announcing all these things. And it's great that I have something to look forward to in the Star Wars universe that's going to continue to drive conversations not only here at the network, but across social media. And when we go and we put our butts in the seats of theaters and we get to be back into the Star Wars universe once again. And this is that weird time when us as Star Wars fans just take a back seat for a little bit and we say, you know what, I, I have other loves in fandom. I have Marvel. I have DC. I have other kinds of comic books and graphic novels and films that I can go and watch. And uh, more recently, I feel I've been adding more Marvel comics to my comics pull list. And I've been trying to branch out my fandom because guess what? Star Wars is not a main conversation right now. It's yeah. not something that's a driving factor every single time I sit down and throw a microphone in front of me. It, it's just not. And we saw this coming. And I think the fatigue is real. Collider Jedi Council brings it up all the time, especially when we're in that lull. And it's funny, we're experiencing it now. Usually we see that from December to the next film. We yeah. see that lull. And it's usually from December to Star Wars Celebration where we start getting more of that discussion. This is a much longer one in many ways than what we've seen so far with how Disney and Lucasfilm have been handling their property. And... To answer your question, Scott, I feel like at this point, I'm going to say it, I think the fatigue is good. I think that people should feel a little bit of fatigue because fandom can branch out into so many different directions. Again, I brought it up. I'm reading other kind of Marvel comics that I'm adding to my pull list. It's allowing me to branch out and look at other parts of not just Marvel and DC and whatever else, but to realize that, you know what, Star Wars isn't always going to be the main conversation. Some of these other stories are really keeping us involved. And then when Star Wars finally does hit and we get celebration and we get ready for episode nine, I have that love for Star Wars again. And I, and I have that same feeling like walking into The Force Awakens in the buildup. And sometimes fatigue is a great thing for society. 
when it comes to our films and, and to um, our love of certain franchises. Scott, you're a perfect example of this. There was the time and place with Star Trek yeah. when there was a great fatigue. It was like, okay, you know, we're, there's all this stuff out there and everything else and there's books and there's all this, but I'm, I'm waiting for the next film. I'm waiting for the next big thing with Star Trek. Yeah. And I feel like every franchise, Marvel, Marvel's a great example too. There was a fatigue for a while. Oh, there's all these great comics, but are we ever going to see a Marvel film? Are we ever going to see, you know, them truly pull that in? Like what we talked about it before, Scott, DC was already putting out the films and they were, they were just pushing their character stories forward. Marvel fans were sitting back and saying, well, when's our turn? When's our turn? And we're in that period right now with Star Wars. And I think it's good for the fandom. And I'm going to be honest with you. Social media has been a wonderful place to be on in terms of being with the fans. I have not seen as much negativity during this time and period. It's a, and it's nice to see that when it comes to Star Wars. Nobody is on each other about topics or anything particular. The Mandalorian has created nothing but positive topics. Yeah. The Cassian Andor series, I thought for sure there were going to be people like, well, he dies anyway, so I don't need to know the beginning of the story. No, because guess what? It leaves an opportunity for K2SO and for Mr. Alan Tudyk, who I saw at Rhode Island Comic Con this past weekend, the opportunity to come back into the conversation again. So, Scott, I feel like the fatigue on my end, not only has it kind of been at times, I'm like, eh, I wish there was just something a little more that I could latch onto in the Star Wars universe, but it's allowed me to get back to what my loves are in terms of Marvel, DC, comic books, other kinds of movies. Yeah. You know, I think that's been very important for a lot of the fandom. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, for, what, two and a half years, three years, we've been stuck in the Star Wars bubble mm-hmm. since, um, mm-hmm. since it was announced, my God, four years ago, four and a half yeah. years ago, it was announced that episode seven was coming and then the build up, I mean, four years ago, Thanksgiving, your time, we got that first trailer. Yeah. And the first teaser, teaser trailer. Um, and then we had to build up. And then we had Rebels, we had this, we had the books. And then we did it all again in 2016 with Rogue One, with the books, Rebels, da da da. We had the 2017 with Rebels, the books, the comics, the game. It was Battlefront this year, last year. Battlefront 2 was last year. Last year. So we had that. And then we had, well, Battlefront 1 as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I shall digress by that. Um, and then we had Soul straight afterwards and we still had the books in the comments. This is what's different. This is why it is a bit fatigue for me, who's into all the canon stuff. It's just too much. You know, it's far too much to keep up. Um, I mean, I still haven't finished Throne Alliance because I, I, I find it a struggle. It's a really struggle to try and it listen is. to it. I think I'm just going to put it to the side. I think it's the other two, the Claudia Gray one with Master and Apprentice. That is the title, is it? Yes. With um, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. I'm more looking forward to that because it's Claudia yes. Gray. Yes. See, when Claudia gets the headlines, it's like you got to pick it up and read it. Yeah, uh, that's weird because Lost Stars, Bloodline, what was the other one she did? Mm. Uh, she did? The uh, Princess of Alderaan. Yes, character development. Yeah, oh, she's a genius she, at it. Yeah, she knows the character. She knows it. And I just, I love her books. And I, just because of Lost Star, 
again, Lost Stars was one of those books that nobody was talking about. It was aftermath, aftermath, aftermath. And it, yeah. And then it, it was on Jedi Council that they were mentioned. Mm, Lost Stars. I picked it up and loved it. Um, and yeah, it's been made into a manga comic as well. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't read, but I'd, I'd be interested to get that. And then you've got the Queen Amadala book by E.K. Johnston. That's another one. Again, E.K. Yes. Johnston with Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. such a good E.K. does a wonderful job. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that because it's going to fill in gaps. It's going to fill in bits and pieces. And we're kind of, and that's what I want. <laughs> the fatigue with Thrawn is, we've been through so much with Thrawn in the last two years. Have we, have we got to the point where we're fed up with Thrawn? I think we need a Thrawn break. I think that Timothy Zahn needs to take a back seat with Thrawn a little bit and just be like, maybe Timothy Zahn is a great developer of what's going on in the outer regions during episode nine. You know, yeah. I think I think you almost have to put him in the story development team not with Thrawn, but of his understanding of what else is happening out there because he's teased it so much between his last two novels. I think he yeah. has an understanding of that. Yeah, I mean, the, there are, there are, the Unknown Regions is one that he knows so well, and it's been mentioned, and it's been mentioned even in the Aftermath trilogy at the very yeah. end. Chuck's very good at that too. Yeah, um, so I think we're going to get more of that because uh, that's pretty much where the First Order came from. Yeah. Exactly. So we're going to get development there. Um, and I'm hoping to see in the Mandalorian that some hints of the First Order there. But you know, yeah, it's still yeah. kind of, yeah. But yeah, there's, it's, it's very fatigue. The comics, after, I think I'm just minding my way through it now. Yeah. I, I feel that comic series needs to come to an end. It's, it's all, I just feel it's all over the place. Scott, do you feel like the comic books at this point and, um, I feel like I, I talked to a lot of people on this on a, a, about this subject more specifically on a bunch of occasions, even when I'm at the comic book stores. Um, more recently, I was at Midtown Comics in New York City, and there was a guy. Uh, <laughs> I know. And uh, I, I went down, and there was a, a gentleman who was looking at the Dr. Afro comics, and there was, there was another female uh, who was standing over near the Star Wars series. And she picked up the first issue, and she said, how do you like the Star Wars series? Because I had my Brick City sweatshirt on, so she saw the Twin Sons and was like, hey, this person knows a little bit about Star Wars. I said, I enjoy it. I said, it does a lot for the canon. I said, yeah. how involved are you in the canon of Star Wars? And she said, well, I'm a huge Princess Leia fan. And I was like, that, that's a good series. That's a really good series to see her relationship with Luke and Han and some of the stuff, the side missions that they're going on, much like, and she was a big fan of the 80s comics, the Marvel Star Wars series. It's like that's that's a great series to pick up on because it's traditional in many ways the storylines the plots um, very similar to the old fashioned Star Wars stories and then she looked at me and she said well how do you feel about like the Doctor Afra comics and the guy the gentleman turns around and he said if if you're into it if you're into it and he had a Star Wars shirt on Celebration Orlando shirt on and I was like okay. That's some interesting insight from obviously a very passionate Star Wars fan. And I feel like, Scott, and this is my question to you, are the comics truly almost like a Pablo Hidalgo format of just giving us canon story to fill in timelines rather than enticing us with the universe of Star Wars? I feel like more recently in reading some of the comics, maybe other than the Poe Dameron series, because that does a nice job of showing us more about Poe and Black Squadron. Yeah. That's been going on. 
And obviously, as you mentioned with Resistance, it, it, it's it's very nice. It's a really yeah. great series. It's a development series. It's a like development series. Yeah, exactly. And the Vader series has has absolutely done that in so many different ways. It's almost what I wanted from the Maul series. Is what the Vader series has done. Yeah. Give us more. Give us more about this Sith. Give us more about what what's in his mind at this time and and the other players that come into effect in terms of what they want to accomplish. That's what I wish to see. But do you feel like the comic books are taking on too much of the format of the books more recently mm -hmm. and are just trying to fill in a timeline rather than entice the Star Wars fan? I say it is a canon filler more now than it is an enticer into really getting into the Star Wars universe. Yes. Um, I... I'm, I'm caught up with most of the. I've got a few. I'm better than I should. And I love, don't get me wrong. I don't want anybody out there thinking that I, I don't read the comics or anything else. And I love the comics. Don't get me wrong. Let's do 100%. My issue with it is we're now on Star Wars issue 57, 58, 59. I can't remember quite. We're um, in that late 50s stage. Yeah. Comic series. Uh, yeah. And I've read up to. Now, the, this current series, I'm sure I finished it or the current storyline, it's mm -hmm. Hope Dies. The Hope yes. Dies? Yes. Um, I'm not going to spoil it, but it happens. It's like, how much... I know it's over three, two, three year gap between the original movie and Empire Strikes Back. Just about, just about, yeah. And I feel like this feels like it's dragging on and on and on and on. <laughs> Because, and we'll talk about that particular story. It's just like, how much longer are we going to? Is this just filling in stories till we get to episode four? How long is this going to take to get to episode, the beginning of episode five? Is this going to take up to issue 100, in which case you're really going to kill it? Um, I feel it needs to come to a point, and maybe issue 60, 70, it stops. It, then that's where we end this run to episode four we start moving episode five Empire Strikes Back we finish there at 70 and then fill in that gap between episodes five and six because again that's a kind of time that's needing some stories that need to be done there it's a date that has been touched and I do agree that I do feel we're starting it's just canon filler it, there's no Afra is particularly one of them it's just canon filler but it's for a character and i i, I agree i agree she's a character that people want i love afro i yeah. love her as a character she uh, represents a lot of the fandom which i absolutely love especially the lgbt community yeah she it does film there because there is that storyline in there yes absolutely. that's great brings that out it, it it doesn't make a focus. I'm trying to say it's make it a right. focus of it. Just, yeah, it more it just highlights that. Yeah. yeah, it just makes a part of her character. It's, yeah. We're kind of getting to that phase now that I feel is like not like Will and Grace back in the late nineties right. when it was trying to do this is a gay show about a gay, a gay guy and a straight woman, but. 20 years later, and I mean, who cares? I don't care. <laughs> it's part of society. It's, it's part yeah. of society. I don't need to know any more about it yeah. because in, in all respect, it's part of just who we are. We don't look at each other different anymore. Yeah, yeah. All unified. Like, yeah. It, it, it doesn't have to be a major focus. It's nice when it gets the shout out and it's nice when it gets the true focus because it was never there beforehand. A lot of the companies, a lot of the, the yeah. keys, uh, 
organizations looked at it and were like, eh, you know what? It's it's not a big conversation point. It's not. No, it's a big conversation point now, and it should get the light of day. But yeah. becoming the, it's like anything else. African Americans, whites, Latinos, LGBT. It's just part of who we are. We're we're this unified understanding. It doesn't have to be like minuscule down to the point of it's just in this comic book series, guys. It's just in here. No. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's an understanding. I, I totally agree with that. But yeah, and the Vader book, I love the Vader book. It, it, it just brings it so much storyline to it, yes. so much development of Vader. I want, but I don't, I'm worried it might run into the same issue that the prequels had with it, with Anakin. Yeah. And Clone Wars is like, you develop this character, and Clone Wars did better by making them realise how much you turned to the dark side. And I'm, go- I'm hoping we get to see that in final, uh, the final season. Now, season seven is the final season, unless you do a season eight. Well, <laughs> if they finish and do a quick, like, season eight. Maybe, yeah. I just don't want the Vader series to be. You know, like the, the last one was. The last one was what up to thirty issues, thirty two yeah, issues. Yeah, just about, just about. Because um, I've got them all. I've got the trade paperbacks at home. Yeah, I, to me, a lot of the kind of a lot of the comments is canon filler, and also I don't. Do we really need to have a, a story, a five issue arc? Stop doing the five issue arcs first. Yeah, start. it's 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 a waste of money for the comic book for the comic book buyer. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, I like five series and I can read through them. But at that point, it's like, and, and this is what drives me nuts, Scott, and I'm glad you bring this up because in talking with comic book shop, you want the series that wants to go longer because yeah. it's consistent people walking through the door. If somebody walks in and they're just buying these five-issue series and there's a gap in between, that's a customer that's not consistently in the store. They're coming in and five issues later, they're out. They're done. They're not coming back to your store to buy. And I and I talk to all these comic book shop owners and they're like, the Star Wars series, as much as the, the it does feel like canon filler, the, the customer's consistently in. Buying their comic and, and, and getting the opportunity to pick up a story and interact with everybody else in the comic book store because maybe they're reading something similar or they're turned on to another new series. Yeah. And, and that's the whole point of it. And I agree. The mall series kind of disappointed me a little bit because I yeah. wanted it to be longer. The Thrawn series, I was hoping that not necessarily it would be connected to the novel. I was hoping it was going to be something a little bit more between Vantos and, and Thrawn. And, and it truly it, it felt too much like The Force Awakens in The Last Jedi series. Just a rehash and a retake of what the novel developed by Jason Fry and what Ryan Johnson did with it in comic book form. And I think that sometimes... That is not canon filler. That's recanonization of canon that's already been developed. I have that issue with that. I do have an issue with that. Like, if you get normalization, you get the book, and the comic book, and you have the movie, and you probably have an audio book as well, which is all the book. It hurts the writer of the novel if you put out a comic book. Oh, really? Yeah, but you're also, you're hurting the writer of the script. Yes, correct. Because you're hurting, and it's the same time it happened. Like, what I like, let's go back to Force Awakens, and you had Uncar Pluck's arms being ripped off. Yes, correct. Now, that's not in the movie, but mm-hmm. it's in the book. And they're saying what happened in the book's canon. But people who don't read the books and just, like, I don't buy the comic books for Last Jedi, Rogue One, Solo, or uh, Force Awakens. I don't do it because. That's you're just rehashing. Yeah. 
Correct. Um, I'll do it for Thrawn because it's different. It's it, it, it visualizes what I had in sure. my head in front of me. Sure. Um, but I, I put out a Lost Stars one at that point. Yeah. Like I would like to see that. Like that, those are the exceptions. Those yeah. are the exceptions. Are the but ones. Lost Stars is too big. Too big a boot to do it. I know that's the problem. That's the problem. Um, but yeah, don't need to. That's another thing you need to do because again, that's just that's another bit of fatigue. You're releasing a comic off the movie when when they did it back in the nineties. For like Batman Forever had a comic adaptation of the movie. Yes. Which I think I've still got somewhere. It must be somewhere. I think I still have it. Um, but that, back then it was like a thick comic. It wasn't like individual issues. Um, and it wasn't a trade paperback. It was actually a comic. Um, but they need to stop it. I just want them to stop doing stuff like that. And again, if they just concentrate on three series, it would not be overkill. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's my phone going off. If they stick to three series, it's not fatigue. By doing like five different series, that's fatigue. From five to three, yeah, I, that's fatigue. You split it up. What do you think? I think that, and this is funny because we're heading into this time and I'm not sure how our listeners feel about this. And please share it out over on Twitter. Share it out with us at BrickCitySWPC and use the hashtag BCBPN and tweet out Scott Inch and myself. How I feel about this is yes. With the Mandalorian and the Cassian Andor series and Episode Nine and Clone Wars and all these things, Benioff and Weiss haven't been announced yet necessarily. We don't know what's going on with the Ryan Johnson trilogy. There's so many other things that are being worked on right now that I feel like let's start scaling back the comic books if you're moving into the streaming format. Because yeah. now those streaming shows, look at the Mandalorian, look at the timeline in which it fills. Look at the Cassian Andor series based on what we've heard before Rogue One. The Cassian Andor and K2SO series kind of touched upon that, but it's really going to go back to when Cassian Andor says, I've been in this fight since I was six. That's really going to look at the heart of that character. They can't do it necessarily when he's six years old because Diego Luna's coming back to play the role, so he's got to be older. It's literally got to be playing up right to... Almost the moments of Rogue One and the development between him and K2SO. That's speaking how I of, that. Speak of that, do you think there'll be a limited series? Ah, that's and how close will it be, do you think the Rebels cast will appear? It's like, funny. I know Rebels is a is a is a cast. Yeah. That's that's a that's a cut animated series. Yeah. That, that doesn't matter. They've done yes. so Guerrero doing that. He popped over. It's funny because I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about it in my head. And I'm it, I'm thinking about the whole idea of scaling back comic books, Scott, and I'm thinking about how Star Wars and Lucasfilm is going to handle this. I say that they should scale it back to three core series when all this stuff comes out. Yeah. It's not. It's not. I-, I can already see when the Cassian Andor series comes out, they're going to have a comic book filler for that. When the Mandalorian series comes out, some other character is going to pop up in the Mandalorian, and they're going to have a limited series for that. A five-issue run for that one. Yeah. When we find out about what Ryan Johnson is doing or what's going on with Benioff and Weiss and everything, my mind immediately goes to, yeah, they're probably going to do a comic book filler for that. Yeah, and, probably. And, 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 I, and it, it's not that it's unfortunate because I'm sure that there are people out there and our listeners out there who really want to consume as much Star Wars as possible in terms of their knowledge of the canon and going forward on everything else. In my mind, I, I'm playing out the scenario of, like you said, 
three core series going forward that would make the most sense and not be canon filler, but give us stories that we would like to see. I don't see it. I hope they do it, but I don't see it because, again, from a business standpoint, it's how much money can you make? How many butts can you get in the seats? How much more of our business plan and our product and our brand can we push forward? And I think that's smart. I'm not saying what Lucasfilm and Disney is doing is not smart because guess what? They're still making the money from it. They're still pulling it in from a business standpoint. They're doing everything they should be doing. But in terms of the fans, a little much. Yeah. A little much. It is an important thing to support your comic book shops and to indulge as much Star Wars in terms of how much story do you want. Listen, Lucasfilm is giving you a bunch of stories to enjoy. You pick and choose how you want it. We've said that, Scott. You can pick up the books and just read those. You can just watch the movies. You can just read the comic books. That option is out there for you. And this is just something that we've been noticing. Because remember, when Talking Far Away first started, for all those listeners out there who remember when we first went, it was Talking Star Wars. And we first got into this series, and we were like, wow, maybe there were two or three series that Lucasfilm put out. And it was like, wow, these are great. This first start of the Star Wars series. When we first got the Vader Down series, when we were first looking at some of the other story developments that were happening, I can't remember. There was another one that, that was out at the time. Screaming um, Citadel. Screaming Citadel, yeah. It was, it was almost taking off from the Star Wars series and branching them out and like connecting characters. So you'd see Dr. Aphra with Luke Skywalker. You would see, you know what I mean? Like there were these other entities that ended up coming out of these comic books. And it was great. It was wonderful. And then you had the five-issue limited series. Then I went to the comic book store, and the Star Wars section started filling in with a lot of these other stories. Yeah. And I, it, at that point, I was just like, it's, a, it's too much for me, and it's too much for Scott. But it may not be too much for others. And we want to encourage you guys to read as much canon as possible because it's a lot of fun. This yeah. is just how we feel about this situation we're not being negative nancy's no 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 but it's just we're having a bridge yes it's it's we are on a break we're on a break (laughs) we are just having a break um as robert said at start we have a passion for other stuff i mean we have a passion for comic books and i'm not just talking star wars dc marvel comic book tv shows Yes. Um, some people are in Game of Thrones, Doctor Who. I know I'll say this and I'll probably get death threats, but I'm a Star Trek fan as well. And I like both Star Trek and Star Wars. Just that Star Wars came back and boom, 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 we've had all this stuff. And it has got to the point where we're just a bit not, not saying it like being a mean way, but we are just a wee bit fatigued now. We're just yeah. needing, it's like a hangover. We've had, it is. It really is. It's a hangover. We've we've had it. We've been drinking it for two, two or three years, and now we're just like suffering from really a, re- a really bad hangover. Like, oh my god, did we really do that? Yeah. So there's no like, there's no mimosa or Sunday brunch that can fix this hangover. No. And I mean, once we get into the new year, and once we start getting the first new book, the second one, and once we start getting the comics, hopefully the comics will slow down, but they won't because it's Marvel and all that stuff, like money. We will be there. We will be there. To, we'll be back at it. Yeah, we'll be back. And once we get into, I mean, I know the only thing we've got right now is just really resistance for TV, for live action and all that. Which I will say, the, the other week there, they did mention 
Kyle Ren for the first time. We are heading close to getting Kyle Ren. To me, Resistance isn't a bad show. Yeah. I think Kaz is needing to be worked on a wee bit. I think I the characters, again, Ezra was like that. And what happened with Ezra, he became one of the most beloved characters in the Star Wars saga, Star Wars universe. Again, Kaz, he can be, he, he can change over time. It's so early. It's, it's so early. early. It's not that bad. And it's nice it does tie in close to episode 7. And, we are, and I, 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 I'm making this prediction. By the time we get to the end of the season and Hosday and Prime, the Starkiller base blows up, the kills, we will... Kaz will change. And he yeah. will realise how bad the First Order is, how bad a threat it is. And you will see a different Kaz. You will see the, the, the kind of buffoon kind of character put right now. Maybe we will. Depends how... I mean, this is Disney SD, but you know what? They changed it with Ezra, and he became a different character. You're going to see that in Cass. I couldn't agree anymore. <laughs> I was waiting for you. That's the first time you've thought, mm, I've nothing else to add to that. That was actually beautifully said. Yeah, well, you know, how do you try? How do you try? Karen, we love it. She's tired right now of it. But we'll be back. We'll be there to kind of cheer it on once more. That's right. That's right. We'll be... Back as the cheerleaders in the Star Wars canon, Mr. Pablo Hidalgo. I'm sure he'll be happy to see uh, the Brick City crew uh, back in the canon flow of things once again. Yeah, you don't want to see Robin and Scott. That's just the sight of Sunrise. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's not a pretty sight. So, a guilt maybe. <laughs> Americans, it's that time of the show where you know we like to present ourselves where we are across social media. It's called plug time. Yeah, it's going to be a plug, and I'll plug it in to say, light up, say, blood time. So, Mr. Robin Bott, where can the good people find you across the social media of webs? So, very simple this evening. You can follow me over on Twitter at MrBotTweets. You can head on over to Instagram, follow all my tomfoolery and amazing things happening in the Star Wars fandom at the official vote. Head on over to www.brickcityblockade.com for everything happening in Galaxy Far, Far Away. Public has a sale going on right now. All of our t-shirts are uh, $14 at the, right now, so make sure to pick up one of our designs. While the sale is on, it's our pre-Black Friday sale, so we're looking forward to that. And um, <laughs> one of the best things, too, is that we have a new holiday design up there with some two lightsabers with candy canes on it for, from the network. So if you want to get your ugly Christmas sweater on, you can go on over there and pick up one of those for the holiday season while you're out with your peppermint mochas shopping for that loved one in your life, or maybe yourself. That's what I usually do. Um, anyway, you can also head on over and go over to iTunes. You can subscribe. iHeartRadio, our good friends over there. Starlight Children's Foundation, make sure to continue to donate, bringing more smiles to kids' faces this holiday season. Mr. Scott Inch, where can uh, they find your beautiful Scottish face? Uh, well, not so big, Black Friday, because uh, I shall does just say Asda, Black Friday. doesn't work well in the UK. Mm. No. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at scottish 5 and on the beautiful thing that's like to be called Facebook. And as Robin says, you can find us all over the social media webs through Brit City Blockade. Um, so for me and Robin, I shall always say, may the force be with you. Always. Oh.